If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the Dead Men Walking podcast. Jason and I really enjoyed doing it. I wanted to talk to you right now about you starting your own podcast. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or if you're just thinking it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your online reach. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories within minutes, Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And let me tell you guys, Buzzsprout's team of experts really want to see you succeed. We use Buzzsprout as our host here at the Dead Men Walking Podcast, and we couldn't be happier. They have so many tools that help support us in our mission to bring glory to God. They host podcasts with just basic gear and a few listeners, uh, all the way up to guys who are doing professional stuff with millions of listeners. With Buzzsprout, you get great looking podcast website, you get audio players that you can drop into other 
other websites, uh, detailed analytics to see how people are listening and how to promote your episode, along with support by podcast experts. Buzzsprout really is passionate about helping you succeed. So why not join over 100,000 other podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout? And here's the cool thing, guys. If you click on the link that is in the episode description of this episode, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card and you'll also help support the show. And that's after you sign up for one of their paid programs. And their paid programs are a couple dollars a month. I mean, you can really do this on a budget and it gives you hosting and all those things that we had just mentioned. So guys, support the show. Check out Buzzsprout. If you've ever been thinking about doing a podcast, it's now never been easier. You can do that by clicking on the link in our episode description. We will send you a $20 Amazon gift card and you also help support the show. Thanks guys. And now to Dead Men Walking. Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm your host, Greg, and this is our fearless co-host. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's Jason. I thought you were going to say your name there, Jason. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no? I'm fearless. After 57 so. episodes, you're like, you want to what? They better know my name. I don't, no, no, no. Nothing like that. But yeah. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Well, how's it going? Oh, doing we, good. We got a new year here. We, yeah, uh, and we know. took a little break there at the beginning too, and I think it's been we a did. couple of weeks since we've been in the studio, so yeah. it feels like this you know, is I new. miss you, man. This is yeah, yeah. I, I think we need to get back at it here. We need right. to get back to work. There's a lot going on in this world. Oh, so much. Yeah, man. And, and I uh, and I was actually going to become a vegan in uh, 2021. Really? But, uh, yeah, I'm just so full of baloney, so it just won't work out. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, really? You're going to make me hit it that early? I got to put the laugh drop in there for the dad joke. Right. Oh, I can't man. help myself. You know, I got an 11 month old. Actually, Emsley's turning one. Oh, my God. Next week. Oh, look at you. She was born during the COVID. Uh, uh, well, just before the COVID. Just the COVID. Before yes. It. But yeah. uh, no. COVID baby. Yep. yep. Yeah. So she's going to be walking, getting into everything. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> Opening cupboards. Love my baby. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, normally we uh, talk a little bit more, but when we have special guests on mm -hmm. like this, we like to get to them. And I know we're going to get into the news here. We had a lot of feedback on the newsy news by the way yeah that was uh, uh that not, was... <laughs> not, not only the intro song i just love that it's called newsy news that's every what we're going time with. i hear you know? that i i just we, giggle we did we, we, we didn't we didn't think we were going to go that route but now it's newsy <laughs> right, news right. but uh we have with us today uh you know just someone who I, when you go to youtube there's certain people on there where you go thank god for the internet Amen. like right now yeah. with all the tech censorship <laughs> yeah. and the garbage that's on the internet there's certain people even like the stephen bang cars we mm -hmm. had on uh, mm -hmm. uh the stephen bang. The. <laughs> i said the, the preposition <laughs> stephen like bang cars uh this this one's just as special because i know you turned me on to her yep. videos yep. and i've been watching them now they're like they're so interesting um, and then, of course, she has all, all kinds of other things. But um, And I'm going to let her do a little bit of the intro. Yeah. But uh, we have Doreen Virtue. How are you, Doreen? Hey. Hey. Oh. You guys are so great. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. It's right? wonderful to be with you. <laughs> yeah. So, Doreen, tell, yeah. us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to the listeners. We're going to get into some uh, questions that have to do with New Age and, and, and some other and Christology and some other things mm -hmm. in the church. But for the listeners that don't know who you are, I'm sure most of them do, but for those that don't, give us a little introduction of your background and what you're all about and what you do on your YouTube channel. Well, I'm a wretched sinner 
Seriously. Oh. I mean, I'm just like, I know Paul's the best, the biggest sinner, but I'm probably close <laughs> second. And uh, by the grace of mercy of God, he saved me. Amen. Um, Amen. It was, it was a slow, it was a slow process. When I look back, I can see him calling me over the years and I went the other way. Mm. Anyway, so um, I was, by the, by the time he saved me, it was really interesting. I mean, God's timing is perfect, right? Yeah. I was at the Always. pinnacle of my career. I was at the peak of my career as the top-selling New Age author mm. in the world wow. of the at-the-top-selling New Age um, publishing house. And I was traveling around the world, um, being treated like a rock star. Mm. Didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I still I thought I was a Christian. You know, I mean, I would talk about Jesus. I would quote the Bible, but I was like these false prophets you see at the false churches, and I was um, teaching heresy, and I didn't know it. And um, if I had died before I was saved, I would have gone straight to hell. And mm. so I spend all my time um, telling people what New Agers think like because I see New Age creeping into the church, and people in the church don't even know that they're doing New Age. So I'm like a translator. Yeah. Wow. And that's mo mainly what you deal with on YouTube. And we're going to, and, and also speaking publicly in podcasts and all those things, we're going to get into mm -hmm. that. Let's get to some news really quick. We'll get that out of the way. And then we're going to jump in with Doreen and we're yeah. going to get to some really great questions that I think she's going to have some insightful information on. Definitely. Uh, but first, I think Jason, you, you have a few things for us, right? Hey. Okay. We well, got the newsy news. Let's coming, get right? into it. Here we go. All right. News, the news, the newsy, newsy news, the news, the news. The news, the news, the news, the news, the news, news. Oh, I love it. We talk about such deep intellectual things on this, and then that's our, that's our news That's our intro. news intro. That is so great. That's what we're known for, baby. Go ahead. What do you got on the docket? What's the first uh, well, news story we have? Let's start with a little bit of fun. All right. So, um, I guess in Oklahoma, mm. there is... The uh, the uh, what was it? The governor, a state representative, the state I think representative, I is introducing a bill that would okay. establish a hunting season. Okay, I'm with you so far. I'm a hunter for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh no way! You could go hunting for Bigfoot out there oh, <laughs> in the great state of Oklahoma. So we're closing down businesses in Michigan. Yeah. We're putting on masks. We're uh, sheltering in place. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma's out there making hunting permits for Bigfoot. Trying to make... Is that yeah, what you're telling me? Exactly. Oh my and goodness. We'll just leave that one there. Um, all right. Wow. Now we could get into a little bit of politics. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but we do have a new president really? of the United States. Was there an election? Um, there was an election. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about it, but... Uh, <laughs> He has started to um, do many different new orders. Mm, um, the he infamous has, executive uh, orders. Yes. So he's rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. Okay. Uh, he's uh, revoked the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, right. He's ending Trump's ban on travel from seven Middle Eastern countries. Okay. And yeah. a repeal of the border wall. Wow. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's on his way to making abortion the law of the land. Well, I, I do know that he signed the Mexico City mm. uh, executive order, mm -hmm. which allows us to fund abortions in other countries as well. Wow. Uh, Trump had rescinded that. So, I mean, he's, he's making, you know, do on his promises. He's I mean, doing that's, exactly that's what, what he, he said, said he was going to do. Uh, yes. Which, you know, and then it was very funny. I saw a tweet by a major union 
in uh, no, in no, early November, and they uh-huh. said, "Hey, we, we pushed uh, you know on November seventh or something right after the election." It says we pushed Biden across For the finish Biden. line and Harris, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and then and today then, they're tweeting like, "Hey, we're going to lose fifty thousand right. jobs on this keystone." It, and they're all union members. What are you doing? And it's like, wow, it's unbelievable <laughs> to watch this. I mean, I you know I was a part of the union for a long time and uh, at Ford, and yeah. here we are. You know, uh, I'm wondering how that's going to affect you know sure. the automobile industry but anyway. well the nice thing is is that executive orders are only over the executive branch they can do some things but they're actually pretty limited in power hopefully congress will get uh their butts in gear right and, and at least try to stand up against some of these things but uh, exactly you know you get exactly who you vote for yeah you do i mean that's and that's uh probably who we deserve at this point in the, america the best you know? part though is christ is still king he is he still is Amen. on his throne yes yeah. yes sir mm-hmm. so what's that yep. uh What's that last one? Uh, the last one, here we go. Uh, the Methodist Church. Ooh, I heard about this. Um, is now splitting because of LGBTQ. Because uh, of the issues, right? Issues. The letting them uh, marry and be clergy and things like that. Yes. Correct? Yes. Uh, and I say letting them be married. It's truly not a marriage no. if it's between the same sex. We know what God-defined marriage is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's the third largest denomination, I think. There's like six and a half million, it's, seven million people in yes. the United Methodist Church, right? Exactly. That's a third largest denomination, a Protestant denomination splitting yeah. over LGBTQ issues. Right. That's something that Dr. Michael Brown was talking about when he was on he a few was. weeks ago. Yeah. Just going, look at if you think this isn't going to affect the church, it absolutely is. How about you, Doreen? Have you seen issues like that affecting the church? I mean, that's a huge denomination. And I, I know we've probably been watching this both, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, for the last few months, they've been talking about it. But, I mean, that that's just insane, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, the a survey after survey shows that people just don't read the Bible. Right. Um, before <laughs> I was saved, I was I was as liberal as you come. I mean, I was really into Bernie Sanders, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I was beyond left. <laughs> I was <laughs> beyond Democrat left. I was always pro-life. I mean, I, I thank you, Lord, I never had an abortion or, or was pro-abortion, but I was you know, completely uh, liberal. And, and what made me a conservative was reading the Bible. Oh. So I really think that, you know, instead of telling people this left is bad or, you know, any of those kind of things, I think we just got to encourage people to study the word. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I think having a biblical worldview is going to change yeah. a lot of the issues in our country, not necessarily one politician or a political party. I'm, I I agree with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So was that the news? That's the newsy news. All right. News, there you go. The news, the newsy newsy news, the news, the news, the news, the news, the news, the news. We got some news. If you guys could only have heard all of the songs <laughs> and all of the ideas that we came up for that. And that's the best we could do. Oh, my God. Yes, sorry, Doreen. So that's the best fun. we can do. We have such yeah, a, cla- sorry. a classy yeah, yeah, guest yeah. on here. I know, right? She, she's subject yeah. to our buffoonery. I, I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think I think that'd be a good ringtone. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay, right. there we go. Yeah. Maybe we can make seventy-two dollars and right, retire right. on Apple. <laughs> Apple ringtones. I like it. All right. All right. So let, let's dig in here. Okay. We've yeah. already wasted enough time yeah, because yeah. we've got Doreen on yep. here. And I, can I can I uh, throw out the first question? Absolutely. So we know you came out of like like you said new age, uh, best-selling author, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I mean, you were kind of it for a while in that realm. And then the Lord, it sounds like radically saved you, right? Um, I think yep, I saw yep. something online saying you were even listening to an Alistair Begg sermon at one yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Which he's, he's, well, that's, go ahead. 
you know, that's because I always thought I was a Christian, but I had this, um, I, I thought that all paths led to God. You know, mm. I had the whole universalism belief. Mm. And so I would listen to a sermon from a Buddhist monk and then, and then a Hindu and then a Christian. And, and I would just say, oh, you know, they're all saying the same thing to the same God. I didn't know because, I, again, I hadn't studied the Bible. So I, was, I would listen to Christian radio all the time. When Chuck Smith was alive, I was watch, listening to Calvary Chapel radio daily. I would call in. Um, you know, so that's why I can see when I look back the Lord in my life all those years sharing the gospel with me. But as Paul talks about in, um, in his letters, you, you're blind. You're spiritually blind to the gospel. That mm. it's, it's foolishness to those who are perishing. And that was me. I didn't think that Jesus really died on the cross. I didn't even know who Jesus was. In the New Age, they say he's a, a mortal man, a created being, who was a really good role model for us all. Mm-hmm. And that he, after he died, he's in the sky. They call him an ascended master, and he's, he's helping us from the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's really a very uh, immature view of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I always thought he was yeah. my spirit guide, you know, my wish granter. So I was I was very word of faith. Um, when I look at the New Apostolic Reformation churches, NAR, mm. I can see myself in those false prophets. Hmm. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's kind of the first place I was going. Yeah. Was so mm-hmm. if I have a listener right now or listeners that are listening and they and you know we talk about this often in 2004 or five when I bought Bill Johnson's book When Heaven Invades Earth and I I, I said the Sinner's Prayer at seven I was saved at 24. Uh, which I've said that a million times on here. And I went, I'm going to dig into the Bible and I'm not going to look to men to teach me. I want to see what the Bible says. And I started reading through that book, even back then as a, as a mid twenties year old guy, I went, this doesn't seem right. He's got stuff in here about Christ emptying himself of divinity and not really being God, but being man and, and all these things. And that's what brought uh, kind of Nar and Bethel to my attention. I say Bethel mm-hmm. because they're probably the most popular out of the new apostolic reformation movement. Um, someone who's been, who was who in that and steeped in that, like yourself in, in kind of the new age movement, what kind of, you know, to someone listening who goes, what man, they're, they're Christians. They just, you know, they just worship in a little different way or they have some different things they do in their services. What are some things about NAR that you see mm-hmm. that relate to new age or that are unbiblical that you could maybe provide for our listeners? Well, absolutely. You mentioned uh, Philippians 2, where uh, Paul's talking about Jesus emptying himself. And what Paul's talking about in context is Jesus humbling himself by coming to earth. He's God. And he mm-hmm. comes to earth, you know, the second person of the Holy Trinity, and he's fully God, fully man. He's here on earth. He's a humble servant. He's washing his disciples' feet. You know, he's doing things that you don't think of God, the creator of the universe, doing. And uh, and so, but Bill Johnson, uh, in his book, When Heaven Meets Earth, and we've got a copy if someone uh, wants to have this validated, uh, wrote that um, that Jesus emptied himself of his divinity mm. so that he was, he, was, he was God, but when he came to earth, he was, he was only man. And that's called the kenosis heresy. It's a very old heresy. Um, it goes back to Ath- Athanasius and some of the early uh, ecumenical councils were fighting it. So that belief, and, and that was what I was raised with, by the way. I was raised Christian scientist that Jesus was just a man. Huh. And, and I don't know how anyone reading the Bible could even think that. You know, right, how could right. just a man raise Jairus' daughter or Lazarus after four days of death? 
I mean, how could he feed 5,000? There's just no way that an immortal man could do that. But um, in the New Age and in the NAR, they point to out-of-context verses such as um, greater things than these you will also be able to do. Mm. And, of course, in context, Jesus meant that you would be able to disciple more people. And we can now with the podcasts like yours. We mm. can reach people worldwide. Right. Um, but he, but the, in the twisted version of that verse, they believe that we are able to do things like raise people from the dead. And of course, Bethel has their, their actual team of raising people from the dead. They say they've raised hundreds of people, can't find any paperwork on it, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and they had that tragedy last year with the little girl, Olive, right. um, where they refused to acknowledge that she had died. And that was just super sad. And, and actually, as a parent myself, I can understand where you wouldn't want to come to grips with that reality. But the, the thing is that um, it's Christian science that I was raised in, New Age that I was steeped in, and NAR, they all deny who Jesus really is. Their Christology is, is not orthodox, so therefore right. it's a heresy. Yeah. And, you know, because there's been things where, you know, I, I talk to friends and I go, look, at there's things that just really border on almost outright New Ageism. I mean, they have Christian tarot card readings now in, in some yep. of the Bethel sessions. They're doing grave soaking. Um, you know, mm-hmm. even, even when you get into fire tunnels and things like this that are really uh, rooted in Eastern mysticism, uh, you know, a red flag goes up for me, but unfortunately I see a whole generation in, in different, uh, in different non-denominational churches and charismatic and Pentecostal churches that are just kind of eating this up because it seems to be, you know, I say new, but you know, even the last decade, it, it seems to be the new kind of hip kind of Christianity. They really did that a lot through their mm-hmm. worship music. Right. Um, Hillsong has done the same thing, kind of pushed their theology and doctrine through uh, a worship band. But I mean, even, even like the grave soaking and the tarot card reading, I mean, wouldn't you agree mm-hmm. that that's rooted in some type of new age, uh, kind of oh, theology, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they, there's a, um, a group from Australia that is loosely connected through Ben Fitzgerald, um, his, who kind of now is on staff in Europe with Bethel Redding. He used to be in, in their American, um, branch. But his mother, Jen Hodges, has Christ alignment cards. And she says they're not tarot. And actually, to be accurate, they're not tarot. But they're divination, they're oracle cards, just like I was using. And she takes them into kind of uh, mind-body-spirit festivals. And she says she's using them to witness for Jesus. And she uses graduate students from Bethel Supernatural Ministry School, Mm. which is this kind of sham school that says for thousands of dollars, intuition they'll teach you how to be a prophet a certified prophet huh. doesn't work that way no. um and and so what they'll do with these cards is they are leading people they say to a jesus encounter mm. and that's what's super dangerous because they meet the false jesus um right. in those card readings they're not allowed to use the name of jesus they're not allowed to use the name of god they never are allowed to talk about repentance or sin because they don't want to scare off people. But look, as, as you mentioned, I heard an Alistair Begg sermon in January 2015 where he told us that I was sinning. I mean, he was talking about Second Timothy 4, uh, where, um, G, where at the end times there'll be false teachers who will tickle the itching ears of people who want to just hear lies. And as Alistair described the false prophets, it pierced me. And I said, mm. that's me. I'm, I do that. Yeah. And it's really, and then I, I was on the, listening to the car radio. I came home and I told my husband, I want to go to church. 
not a new age church like we had been going to, you know, unity and all that, but I wanted to go to a regular church. And so we started going to church and from church is when I started reading the whole Bible. And when I got to Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12, there's this whole list of things that I was doing in the new age, fortune telling, divination, interpreting signs and omens, mediumship. And it, and it says that God considers people who do these things detestable abominations. Mm, and wow. it just floored me, you guys, because uh, here's, here's kind of insight into false teachers. I believed back then that I was doing God's work. And if you would interview false teachers, which I don't recommend, but if you did, um, they would also tell you they're doing God's work. They're convinced of it because people will say, oh, what you're doing is so comforting you know, these seeker-friendly churches, they, they say, oh, you're, you're a wonderful person, and God loves you just the way you are. And then the whole congregation doesn't know that they are unsaved. Maybe they're not all unsaved, but they yeah. might not know they're unsaved. Uh, they might not know that they're acting in ungodly ways. I didn't. I was, I was told that you could do whatever you wanted to do as long as you were positive and happy. And so I was doing whatever I wanted to do. I was, a, like I said, a wretched sinner. I was doing, just living a hedonistic lifestyle and reading yeah. the Bible was my big wake-up call. And it's not in just the Old Testament. Some people say, well, that's Old Covenant. No, you look in Acts 16.16, Acts 19.19, uh, throughout Paul's letters, Revelation, uh, the book of Jude, it's all in there, the things I was doing in the New Age. And I'm here to give people a wake-up call right. for those who have ears to hear. The New Age is the path to hell, and and so is any of the New Age-like so-called Christian teachings, like yeah. contemplative prayer, you know, this whole thing about uh, Lectio Divina, contemplative prayer, where you just empty your mind. That's Eastern meditation. That is not the meditation that the Bible talks about. When we look at Joshua 1 or Psalm 1, where in Hebrew it says, Hagah, meditate, it, it specifically says, meditate on the word. Mm. And Hagah itself means to utter or mutter. So it really means in the Bible to say the Bible out loud, speak it out loud, wow. mutter or utter it. In the Eastern meditation, you're, you're told to empty your mind. Maybe you're supposed to focus on your heart rate or your breath, or you're supposed to to have a guided meditation where you have this lovely scenario uh, told to you, um, but you you aren't meditating on scripture in in contemplative prayer, lectio divina, or um, this mysticism that really comes from the ancient Catholicism branches. Uh, wow. What you're doing is you're you're really making yourself a target for Satan who masquerades as an angel of light. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. And I, I hear so many things that I was involved with as well um, from oh. your story. I mean, I, I was getting into astrology. I mean, I, mm. I thought that I was, you know, it, it was fine. I was a Christian, but I could look into uh, these different uh, practices, uh, that would help me with my future, you know, or believe so much in something like the secret. Um, I know I brought that up before on this podcast, but I, I truly, I dipped into that and I thought that I could attract things to myself, 
Um, and the, the divination that you were just talking about from Deuteronomy 18, if you guys wouldn't mind if I read that real quick, sure, go Deuteronomy ahead. 18, yeah. 9, uh, when you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of, these, of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord, your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord, your God for these nations, which you are about to dispossess, listen to fortune tellers and to the, and to diviners but as for you the lord your god has not allowed you to do this mm, and pretty cut and dry. I, yeah and i mean i i also experienced a, a moment where i was witnessing to a friend oh well, actually i thought that <laughs> i thought that we were on the same page for about 10 minutes he was like oh yeah you know we're talking about church talking about worship and all of a sudden he he did, he said it he was just like yeah but there's so many ways to god and i said no there <laughs> yeah. no there's not you know right. john john 14 6 you know right yeah. here um mm-hmm. uh, wanted to read that as well um uh, i'm the truth the way i'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me yeah you pretty know, exclusive the, i mean it's very exclusive and mm-hmm. i mean it's just things that are getting twisted in our uh, in our world these days, that unfortunately people are believing. I mean, the health, wealth, and prosperity gospel. I mean, like yeah. you that's know, a sad it, one, it's just a sad one because people. That's the what they get attracted to is the gold, the silver. You yeah. know, silver and gold. I do not have. You know, and it, and it's like I. I mean, here we are. We we want to follow Christ. We should deny ourselves. And pick up our cross daily and come to Christ, you know, and, and I mean, follow him. It, it doesn't say, hey, you're going to have this huge house. Hey, you're going to have this awesome car. If you pray hard enough, if you believe right. enough, you know, you're going to have all these things. It's like, man, that puts a lot of weight on a person, on a, on a person that's mm-hmm. dead inside, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and if these things don't come true, you know, if they don't happen, then it's God's fault. And then, or the person gets, uh, you know, depressed and, and they're, sure. they feel unwanted or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure if, uh, if you wanted to just speak on some of the, the prosperity gospel stuff. Yeah. Cause I heard her um, mention that a yeah, little bit. Is yeah. that intertwined at all with yeah. like the new age movement and the prosperity oh, yeah. gospel? Mm-hmm. Can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jason, you mentioned, uh, the secret mm-hmm. and that was a bestseller Celestine prophecy before then. Yeah. And, um, and there's so-called Christian <laughs> word of faith, prosperity, um, teachers that are very popular Yeah, and they're popular just again, because of second Timothy four, they're itching people's ears, people who are desperate. They want to hear that if they have enough faith, that there's this formula that they would be granted their wishes not even prayers, but wishes to get their health back or their loved one's health back or, or get a promotion or, you, like you said, the, the house, the car, uh, the soulmate, you name it. They want things. And it's that lack of contentment with that Jesus is sufficient. The Bible is sufficient. Mm. We, he gives us our needs, but not our wants, unless mm. it's his will. And that was a big one for me because I want to tell you that um, – I was kind of having an existential crisis before I was saved because I, I really, from a worldly standpoint, ha- seemed to have it all. Um, my husband and I were living in Hawaii. We had a big 50-acre ranch uh, overlooking the ocean, 3,000 feet up. I had wonderful, 
I thought they were wonderful friends. Most of them are gone now. Just, they don't want to hear about Jesus. And, um, and you know, health, health. I had enough money coming in. I was spending it as fast as I was making it. But I just seemed to have it all, um, yeah. you know, successful career. And I was empty inside. I was, I, I thought I was happy, but I, I was still seeking. I could see that in myself. I was still looking for some secret. Mm. And the people who go for the secret or the self-esteem prophecy or law of attraction, um, Joel Osteen, it's because they're not filled and we need to nourish ourselves with, you know, Jesus says if we're, if he, he will make us that we're never hungry or thirsty again. And and we take our eyes off him and we're empty. We can't take our eyes off him. John Piper has, yeah, John Piper has a great quote that says, why would Christ promise you the one thing that can ruin your soul? (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to riches yeah. and glory yeah. and fame and all those things that health and wealth. You well, know. I'm not going to talk about John Piper right now, Greg. But, uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> is, is he in the doghouse for it? Yeah, he might be in the doghouse for me well, right like it. at yeah. the moment. I love him. He's, he's a brother. I know I'm going to see him in heaven. But, There's no yeah. no man or woman perfect. <laughs> I, know, I, know, good, I know, I know, I know. That's, you set aside the we'll, stuff you don't we'll like. We'll talk to him about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, let me just call up John and yeah, get him yeah, on the right. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, something else I was going to ask you about, Doreen, um, I used my wife used to have um, a orange crystal um, uh, lamp in our home and at mm-hmm. at work, and you know we had we had read that, um, and this was this was after I was regenerated. Like I, you know, when 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 we had this in the house, I knew there was something going. on. I knew something was wrong, <laughs> but uh, but you know, I I started. You know, she told me um, that she had found it. Uh, I can't remember where she even, it might've just been from Bath and Body Works or something, but um, it was supposed to help with allergies. It was supposed to help with uh, some other uh, ailments or whatever. Um, and anyway, I, so I was like, at one point I just said, you know what, we're going to get rid of this. We're going to throw it away. And, uh, and you know, we, I mean, I had been praying about it and she started praying about it after I just started bringing it up all the time. I was just like, you know, there's just something about these crystals. Is there anything that, uh, that you could, expound on about those crystals that a lot of people yeah. are you know starting to, be getting popular to yeah like within christianity exactly like the use Exa- of crystals yeah and stuff. yeah yeah it's a good question yeah it's just that temptation from the devil mm. i actually wrote um a book about crystals and i did a video series about crystals mm. when i was in the new age i was all in um, mm. I had crystals on my night nightstand, on my altar. You know, I, I was wearing them constantly. Wow. I had a lot of crystal crosses I would wear because to me that was a symbol of blending New Age with Christianity because oh. I kept trying to do that. And it doesn't. You, they're polar opposites. You can't blend them. But, but it's kind of confusing to people because uh, in the Bible there's crystals from Genesis to Revelation mm. and the, the ephods of the high priest in you know, in the Exodus and the, the Levite priests had the 12 crystals for the 12 tribes on their breastplate. Mm-hmm. So people say, well, God made the crystals. Well, yeah, he did, but it's how they're used. Mm-hmm. If they're used for um, idolatry, that's where we get into trouble. Um, right. Romans 1 said, we can't worship the creation instead of the creator. Right. And that's what I was doing. A lot of people doing that. And um, if you're really honest with yourself, you can see that idolatry. Do you have crystals above the Lord? Mm-hmm. Do you have crystals as a place in your heart? That's idolatry, folks, and that's a sin. Right. Yeah. All throughout the Bible, Old and New Testament, by the way, because a lot of times people want to say, oh, that's just Old Testament. No, it's in the New Testament, too. Mm. Old Testament matters right. um, because those Ten Commandments are still for today. Amen. And and so 
crystals, when I talk to people about crystals, I say, if you look at them like you would a bouquet of flowers, and you really can have them in your house and say, look at God's handiwork. I mean, mm. the it's part of God's general revelation of himself is through nature. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, but if, if you're thinking crystals have some special power, get them out of your house. You, they're an idol. Yeah. Right. No, it's one of my favorite Martin Luther quotes that says, you know, uh, anything that your heart clings to in times of trouble, that is your true God. And you can make anything an idol. We're just not picking on crystals or tarot cards. I mean, I know a lot of people who make their profession, who make their spouse, who make their uh, hobbies, their idol uh, and claim to be Christians. Yep. So mm -hmm. you can make anything your idol if it takes preeminence mm -hmm. over Christ. Right. Um, yeah, John John Calvin said our heart is an idol factory. Yeah, it's part <laughs> yeah. of our sinful nature. It's true. Yeah, you know. One last thing about the the uh, the crystal stuff. Uh, have you heard of the amber teething necklaces for babies? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute now. Are I those? Used, I yeah. used one of those on my first. I born. know that's what I'm asking about because she, she's 11 years old. She came out okay. Are those? Are those? Um, okay. That's just, amber, that's just amber, isn't it? For babies. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nothing that... Now he's getting pediatric advice. I'm sorry. I, I... He's got a one-year-old, so we got to cover everything, Doreen. <laughs> you know, um, if, if you talk to our friend Stephen Bankars, he's got a little more extreme view of crystals than I do. Mm -hmm. He's got get them all out of the house, mm. no matter what. I, I look at it as an idol or not. Right. Um, okay. So you have to be honest with yourself and the Holy Spirit. And Amen. the Holy Spirit will con will convict you if right. it's an idol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Paul talks about that, right? Like the personal conviction of mm -hmm. uh, of those things. My wife wanted me to ask you that. That's why I threw it in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy, happy <laughs> wife, happy life, Jason. There you go, Mandy. Don't, don't asked, think that asked, it has <laughs> magical powers. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What else you got for us, Jason? Yeah, I mean, I, man, I wrote. I'm, I'm the, always <laughs> the guy that has like 25 questions. Yeah. You want to? You want to? Um, uh, well, what is your response? I've taken over quite a bit. I, yeah. So I, I'll ask this as we. As well, we kind can of, we circle back to? A, yeah, go ahead. Can we yeah. circle back to astrology? Because yeah, you mentioned yeah. astrology. Definitely, definitely. Um, that's. I'm seeing a lot of. Um, people who are professing Christians getting into horoscopes and astrology yep. and arguing with me that it's in the Bible, so therefore it's okay. <laughs> and I just want to say that the Magi is where they're pointing. They may or may not have been astrologers. It actually doesn't say that. Magi means magician. Right. I mean, they definitely charted the, the stars. They, they probably just looked at the old messianic prophecies, which talked about a star uh -huh. um, for the Messiah. So it does not say in the Bible astrology is okay. In fact, it says the opposite. And you look at Isaiah, it says that those who practice astrology will be burned as stubble mm. in the eternal fire. Scary. And then when you look at um, uh, the book of Daniel, that his astrologers could not interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Yeah. So it's, it's, astrology is condemned in the Bible. Right. The other movement that I'm so concerned about is witchcraft. Mm -hmm. um, there's a big movement of Wicca and witchcraft where they're calling themselves Christian witches. I've which heard is this. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and they are actually claiming that Jesus did witchcraft. So therefore it's okay, which is as blasphemous as, mm. as it gets. Wow. We have to pray for these guys. Mm -hmm. um, the, they're mostly women who, in my experience when meeting them have had bad experiences with their dads or um, man, men in general. Sure. And so they are rejecting any kind of patriarchal system, which is what they think Christianity is, and they're going into goddesses, and they're seeing Jesus like he's a cartoon character. Mm -hmm. So 
he's doing things and they're saying, well, look, he's using sacred geometry symbols when he's, um, you know, drawing in the sand and doing things that the Bible does not say. Right. So it, it all goes back to biblical illiteracy. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing we can do for folks who are deceived is pray for them. A lot of people were praying for me when I was deceived. They, they told me after I was saved, and thank you to everyone who prayed for me. Second thing is help them read the Bible. Yes. Encourage them to get into, maybe they'll use like a, uh, a dynamic equivalency translation to begin with, like the NLT or NIV. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not the message, not the passion. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. The passion. No, 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 we, no we message. We blow our nose with those. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a father and a mother uh, that said, that told me many times when I was younger, anything that comes at you, measure it against the word. I mean, that was probably the best advice that they gave me. Go to the word and use that as your dividing line. Shout out to James White there. Sorry. Is that, is that patented? Is that copyrighted? I don't know, Uh, but use that as a dividing line. And I think one of the greatest PR moves that Satan has ever done was he's been able to paint himself as the red horned spiky tail, uh, you know, a guy that hides in the shadows. That's ugly. I mean, Satan comes as an angel of light. He is one degree off of truth. He takes that truth and he twists it. And I feel like too many Christians don't understand that when Satan presents something to you, it feels good. It looks good. And it seems right. Charles Spurgeon said, true discernment is not knowing right from wrong. It's knowing right from almost right. Mm -hmm. And Satan is so good at doing almost right. And I feel that new age movement is so almost right. I have the same feeling with people who are a new age, uh, the same way I kind of feel about uh, native American, native, native Americans. Uh, They're so close with that creator and everything working together and, and worshiping the one that's created all these things, but they're just off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when, and when I talk to uh, people who are steeped in new age, they're right there. I don't, you know, I don't, they're, they mean well, they want you know, to do I, good, kind of like what you said. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people yeah. in the New Age always are some of the nicest, nicest people, people I have you know? ever met in my life. Like, I wish Christians. Yep. <laughs> yeah, would at least have their attitude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, you, and we, you a lot we of do have brothers and sisters community. that are. We do yeah. have brothers and sisters that are super positive, great people. You know, right? One hundred percent. But yeah, but, but yeah. I, I want to touch on that too because you brought it up a few times, Doreen. That it, it, you were, you thought you were doing right. I mean, you thought you were good person i i'm i'm serving a higher power i'm helping people goes back to the you know kind of the false prophets that that you mentioned as well too i think most of them are not malicious i think that's the minority i think they think they're actually doing god's work they have people that come up to them and go oh yeah i feel better and you help me with this and you know kind of uh, echo chamber of you know keep you know, you know, uh, supporting their, uh, doctrines and theology. So I don't think a lot of them are malicious and I'm going to trick people, but they're just that one or two degrees off from what the actual word says. And boy, when you get one degree off and then you do that for any length of time, you're way off base, uh, 20, yeah. 30, mm-hmm. 40 years later as, yeah. as a leader. Yeah. The book of Hebrews says that, that you'll drift away if you don't cling to Jesus. Right. So, that one degree, if you're sailing a boat, can make you go completely off course. So let me ask you this as we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So listeners right now that maybe have dabbled in uh, some of these things we've talked about, and we've, we've covered a lot, mm-hmm. like we said, grave soaking, tarot cards, astrology, crystals. I mean, all these things that are kind of seeping their way in uh, to, to, to the Western American church. So we have a listener out there that's listening right now and they're going, well, I've dabbled in that. What's, what's the big deal, right? Like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's fun. Or maybe we do a Ouija board once in a while or whatever it is. What is your advice to them that, Mm -hmm. that they think, 
no big deal. I got it under control or I don't really see the big harm in it. What's what's the overall message you, you would give them in a few minutes? Well, first of all, our God is holy mm. and he deserves our awe. And, and actually, New Agers don't like this word, but he deserves our fear, our holy fear. Mm. And Reverence, yeah. In his, in, we don't want to bring to him the, this strange fire, the strange incense of things that he's condemned. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an offense to God. And when we do that, it breaks our relationship with him. That's when you find you, you, you can't sense God, your prayers don't seem to be heard or answered because you've broken the relationship. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's a saint. You know, only Jesus was sinless. But we want to grow more Christ-like. We want to pray every day, Lord, reveal to me anything I've done that, is in, that offends you and show me your way. Purify mm. me. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. You know, repent for your sins. We need to do that daily, maybe all throughout the day because we all sin. Um, to do something consciously that is a known sin without repentance is called unrepentant sin. And it can be a sign that you're not really saved. Once you're saved, you don't want to sin anymore. You still will, but you'll feel horrible about it. The Holy Spirit will convict you, and you'll want to repent to get some relief from that conviction. Um, So these things, and I just want to mention just kind of a quick list, if I could. Sure. I've got more information on my website, and and my website's not monetized. I'm not trying to make any money off of this. I just desperately want to help people away from these sinful actions. But mm-hmm. Enneagram um, was made by a, an occultist through automatic writing, which is channeling spirits that are demons. And if you don't believe me, go on my YouTube channel or go on my website. I've got proof. Yoga is not just stretching. It's not just exercise. It is Hindu spirituality. You talk to anyone from India, they'll tell you it is not just innocent stretching. It's been Americanized, but it's still based on each pose is acting out a scene from the Vedas. Um, it's worshiping pagan deities and even the sun salutations. There's poses that are acting out that you're an actual demon, uh, warrior three, for instance. And wow. so, yeah. you know, these things that are new age seem innocent. I, I was a former woke person and I would have argued to the end if someone told me this in the past. So people may not understand this that now, but if for those who have ears to hear, be very careful and check it out. As, as Greg said, compare everything to Scripture. And we're not talking about being legalistic here. We're right. talking about caring about God's holiness and His high standards for us all. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And can you throw out, we're, we're going to link this all up in the uh, podcast and on the YouTube channel, but for those listening, uh, can you throw out your uh, website and anywhere that they can get in touch with you or, or see any of your content? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my website is doringvirtue.com, and I've just got a whole list of blogs there. I'm adding as much as I can. Um, I'm in seminary full time. I'm in my second to last semester. That's awesome. So I'm pretty, pretty busy. I'm almost done with my master's in biblical and theological studies. That's why I have all these commentaries (laughs) because we write so many papers and the (laughs) professors require commentaries as footnotes and bibliography for these papers. So, so I've been in the word. I started seminary January, 2019. I've been in it full time since. So my point is that I don't really have a lot of time to write people back. Like I used to in the beginning, um, because it's just, I'm not bragging. There's hundreds of letters coming in. So I have an auto reply on my Instagram direct messages with links to help helpful places for frequently asked questions. Um, and I hope that this video 
uh, will help someone. I just pray that it's used for God's glory. Amen. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when I go to YouTube and I had very specific questions about things, even a few years ago that a lot of Christians weren't talking about, your videos were the ones that were coming up. Oh, so I just wanted oh, to let you God. know that, you know, you, you might be thinking, ah, I'm stretched or why am I doing this? Or I had this amazing, uh, I say amazing, but in the world, you had this, this amazing kind of new age thing going on where you're making money and traveling and speaking and all this. And then the Lord saves you. And then, you know, it probably wasn't the best. You said you lost some friends and they went, we don't want to hear about the Jesus thing. Let me tell you, you, you've not only ministered to me, but I've heard from people say, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I watched this YouTube video or I heard this uh, lady speak and she was talking about this very specific thing that now seems to be like everyone is talking about. So right. you were kind of before your time in this. I oh, found you runner. before uh -huh. Stephen Bank cars. <laughs> oh, there we go. I like it. Yeah, I did. She was, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to encourage you. Yeah. I wanted to encourage you as well, yeah. too, that you've ministered you. to us Amen. Uh, and yeah. that what you're doing is extremely important to make mm -hmm. sure you're, you know, like you said, measuring against the mm -hmm. word. Yeah. It's not legalism, but yeah. it's like, you know, if you truly love someone, you're going to warn them if they're in some type of danger. Yep. And we're all in some type of danger if we truly haven't surrendered to Christ, repented, and believe. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Did you have yeah, anything? Praise God. No, I was just going to say thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming mm -hmm. on, Ms. Doreen. We, we, this has been a great pleasure, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of people are going to be uh, having a great time listening to it and learning from, from you and I just pray that everybody does go to her YouTube channels and uh, website. Yeah. yeah, website and all I'm of it. She has a, a books. I mean, I'm looking at uh, Deceive No More right now. And uh, yeah, yeah that's a book I wrote for Thomas Nelson. And um, it's been updated because there was a part in the book that um, I had uh, help from Justin Peters and Chris Rosebro oh. to, um, to have a better understanding. So. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, Justin will set you straight. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. <laughs> you better watch He's out. great. I well, love it. Yeah. Well, Doreen, we're going to wrap up here. Thank you so much for coming on. And listeners, uh, like Thank we you. said just, uh, quite a few times, make sure you go out there, uh, check out our YouTube, check out yeah. the website. She's got some great information. And it's stuff that really the Christian community is just now starting to talk about. Mm -hmm. And she's been talking about it for quite a while. Yeah. She, you know, in the new age, she's kind of the uh, votee on cultural Marxism. He's been talking about it for 15 years right. and now it's popular. And it's like, this guy's been, you know, John the Baptist out there in the right. desert, kind of like how Doreen has been. Hey, look at, we need to look at this stuff. We right. need to make sure we're thinking clearly about it uh, and make sure we're, you know, you know, using the Bibles or dividing line, as I said, yeah. and Doreen has done that so well. Guys, also for those of you who have been reaching out to us, sending us uh, updates, uh, giving us comments, yeah. commenting on the Apple and Google and in uh, the Spotify channel. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank um, you. The only way we bring glory to God is when you guys tell friends, tell family about the podcast. They listen. We try to do, you know, just two guys over here, uh, you know, trying yeah. to trying to bring glory to God. And if we can do that through this podcast, we're more than happy to do that. So uh, thanks for listening. And make sure you're following the Facebook page. Well, I was going to say Parlor. I don't know if Parlor's even up yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't know if it's <laughs> up anymore. <laughs> Dory says, oh. <laughs> but yeah. uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh, all those places, YouTube, Dead Men Walking Podcast. We really appreciate it. Jason, do you have anything before we're out? Later. All right. God bless, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits. 
Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.